4: I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive.
1: Hey, how exactly does a positive track in on the
5: Plymouth work?
3: It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source.
6: All right. Thanks for listening. This is Drive Radio. My name is Dennis, and I'm here with Josh. John's off this week. So he's at the, I don't know where he's doing. I, don't,
7: I I heard Barrett Jackson.
6: Yeah, he posted something on Facebook about it. So, I'm jealous. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah, that'd be fun. And it's down in Phoenix where it's nice and warm. Yeah. So, All right. Well, if you have any questions about your vehicles, please give us a call or comments. Give us a call at 303-477-5600. Um, you can also go to drive radio and you can see all the sponsors on there too and you can see the last podcast we've done and and you can go all the way back to whatever one you want to listen to and we can see car reviews that are in there and everything else so if you have any questions again please give us a call at 303-477-5600 or you can text us at 307-282-22 so what's new with the, anything going on new
7: same old, same old. You know, it's uh, wintertime in Colorado. Yeah. So one day it's, like today, 65 yeah. and sunny, and the next day it's zero and snowing.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And a lot of business, probably.
7: It is. You know, yeah. it, That's what we need in January. It's always a little slow. And, right. And, you know, unfortunately, people do run into stuff, which
6: equals business for us. <laughs> right, because the roads get slippery and stuff. Yeah, that was going to be a question of the day. I was going to ask you, and you, anybody can call in, how much snow before you stay home? has to happen. How much snow will it be before you stay home? And, you know, it seems like, I mean, I went out yesterday. We went to pick up our grandson over in uh, uh, Roxborough Park. He lives. And we picked him up and brought him home to Elizabeth. And there was a lot of traffic out, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of traffic out. And I- I'm just surprised how much traffic we have here in Colorado anymore. But, you know, I shouldn't be. You know, it's been growing. But, um Yeah. So I'm just curious, how much snow would it be before people stay home? Because I know when it snows two to three inches, people are going everywhere. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it doesn't slap them, even if it's icy out. I mean, super icy.
7: I would say somewhere around five to six seems to be where they yeah. start to stay home.
6: Yeah. I, I mean, I know people have to work and stuff, but there's got to be a point where people just say, you know, even on a Saturday, I'm just going to stay home. Right. You know, but I'm just curious. So if you have that, if you can give us an answer, I'd appreciate it um it looks like it's going to be a nice weekend so we have two two three days here that'll be nice and then it's going to get some snow again which that's what does here in colorado that's so
7: that's winter in colorado yeah (laughs) you
6: lived here for a long time
7: about 20 years
6: yeah so you know exactly yeah i love it i love the snow and then i know a lot of people that don't and they've moved away and stuff but I I don't know. I just have always liked the different seasons we have here in Colorado.
7: That's what I like. I've lived in Alaska, too, and oh, really? quite a few other states. And, you know, I like it here where we have all four seasons.
6: Right. And about the time you're getting tired of it, it goes to the next season. It does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I should have brought up some subjects. I was expecting some things to happen, and I didn't pull them all up and stuff. So... And we can talk about anything if you want to talk about tires, oil changes, um, anything about a vehicle we would love to hear from you, even about you know snow blowers or anything like that, and anything that has a motor we can talk about. Um, I finally got my snow blower out, even though there was only about four inches of snow. Um, I got it out just because the gas is getting old in it, and I got to get rid of it, so I ran it around for a while and then put some fresh gas in it, so
7: yeah, and get it out and running before we get the the big snowstorms
6: right, yeah, make sure it works, <laughs> yeah,
7: and those March ones where it's you know a lot of snow and heavy snow too, yes
6: yeah, yeah, and that's why you, know, I got a snow blower that I can handle that it's a big Toro, so track drive, so and it's, I just want to play with it, but it just doesn't that's that's how you get it to quit snowing in Colorado is you buy a snow blower, right, yeah. or put
7: snow tires on your car,
6: yeah, 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 and and that that's the other thing too, is I see a lot of people putting them on right when it snows right (laughs) or they needed to and they're sitting in the ditch going yeah shoot i was gonna go get tires yeah
7: yeah there's nothing like those first few snows to all of a sudden bring in everybody who needed snow tires
6: yeah and you know we didn't get anything for the longest time so everybody was just kind of thinking well this is what it's like here in colorado no it isn't yeah because it can come and it can come fast so what you know when it gets cold out what's the number one repairs you run into
7: you know batteries yeah It's always, you know, when it gets close to zero or close to 100, tends to be the run on batteries then. You know, when we get in this 45 to 75, 80 range, you know, the batteries don't go out as fast. But you get anywhere near 100 degrees or anywhere near zero degrees, and batteries are dead left and right.
6: Yeah, I noticed that uh, during the summer we'd get more batteries than we would during the winter Mm -hmm. because the heat really kicks them out. It does. Yeah. But um, cold, no no
7: starts? A lot of no starts. Yeah. You know, and when we do get snow, a lot of, you know, bent front ends. <laughs> yeah, because people slide. I think I have three in the shop right now, you know, in some state of insurance claim, you know. Yeah. Or waiting for parts, which, you know, all about that. So. Yeah,
6: still having problems with that. We still are. Yeah. yeah.
7: So where are you at in Boulder? I'm in 1955th Street. Okay. So if you know where the Boulder Dinner Theater is, yeah. we're right down the road from them.
6: Okay. It's a good location. It is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
7: And you've been there for quite a while? Uh, yeah. The shop I'm at, I've owned for about 10 years now. Oh, good. And I've been when it was a different shop before, so I've been in that building 20 years now. So.
6: Okay. Oh, good. That's good. So you bought it out. I did. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. That's always good. So you can give out your number.
7: It's a 303-396-0555.
6: Yeah. So if you have any questions, give us a call, 303 303-477-5600. Don't let Larry just sit there and get bored to death. Uh, give us some calls and, and light him up. And give us a call and let me know how much snow would have before you would stay home, that would have to happen before you would stay home. Love to hear from you. Um, we should pick up a subject today that I should have. I'll look at something we want to talk about after a bit. But um, what's something we can do to our cars to keep them from having a no-start problem? Just maintain that battery.
7: You know, yeah, have it checked every oil change just to see where it's at, because that's the majority of it anymore. You know, with fuel injected cars.
6: You know, that's one thing I. You know, I know that when we went to the six thousand mile oil changes, you know, the longer ones. I, I just, you know, as a technician, I hated that. Yeah. Because then you don't see the car for six months, and a lot can happen in six months to a vehicle. So when we were seeing it every three months, you can, you know, you'd see it every three thousand miles. You would see it and and. You can check it out. You can check the belts, and then you can check the batteries. You can check, see if they're starting to do this or do that. You know, and I don't know. It just seemed like it was more often was better than to do it so long periods of time out. And that's what I've noticed, the brakes and everything. You know, it used
7: to be when it was 3,000 miles, I'd be like, oh, next time you're in, we'll do brakes. And then I'd give people the next time, and by the time they're in at 6,000 miles, there's nothing left.
6: Yeah, they're into the rotors. They're into the rotors, yeah. yeah.
7: so. You know, a lot of that tow batteries, yeah. belts, hoses, just yeah. like you said, you know, when we were at three thousand miles, like you know one more oil change before, yeah, we get into this and, and at it, six thousand miles it's like, well, by the time you're here for another oil change, you'll be on the tow truck with a lot of these things yeah, and
6: see that that was my thing and and you know like like you're saying with brakes, you can say, okay, you got two thirty seconds or three thirty seconds or four. I know you can go to two in that three thousand miles mm-hmm. because people would drive they can drive anywhere from twenty five before they come in twenty-five hundred miles, some people come in a little bit early, some people go later. Thirty-five to four. Right. Well, now if they do that at six thousand, they're going to seven thousand they before they'll change. Yeah. And so those brakes could be way gone. Yeah. Or yeah. the battery could be shot. You know, it could have a lot of corrosion starting to happen around the positive cable or negative cable, and then now the battery's starting to you know sulfate, and it's it's you know it gets the acid across the top, and it's starting to drain down, and or the belts getting really bad, and it picks up a rock or you never know exactly yeah. And, yeah
7: and sometimes as batteries our tester will be like you know you're in the okay range you're not failing yet you but know? you're but, weak but you're weak yes and we know if if we don't have a cold snap coming on you know and it's three thousand miles be like you know yeah. save up some money next time plan on you know leaving it for a while and we'll put a battery in it right but at, you know six seven thousand miles now we're in a different season so yeah. if it was you know fall the beginning of fall when we we're out of the hot season by the time they come in for the next oil change, it's full on winter and it's not starting.
6: Yeah, and and see, like like you're saying, like um, they come in in spring, or not spring, but let's say they came in in September, mm-hmm. and they they were going to have a three thousand mile oil change, and their battery's a little on the so-so side. You can say, well, you could probably make it till December when you're going to come back in again, and then we'll probably have to change the battery at that time. At least we're going to have to watch it. Exactly. You know. Well, now they don't come in in December. No. <laughs> They come in on a tow hook in February.
2: Yeah, end of January, right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah.
6: So, yeah, that's that's always a good thing. That's why I like the three thousand mile oil changes, you know, and and you know, then I I tried to think about how can I get people to come in sooner, but then you know they're not going to do that if they're not coming in for anything to do, and it's not about the money; it's about watching their car, right? Saving exactly. them money because now if they break down and they have a battery that goes bad and they have to have it towed. Now you're talking about a tow and the battery. Mm-hmm. Or when the car dies or doesn't. You know, a lot of times they just didn't want to start again. You go to the grocery store, they fire up, they're doing fine. They go to the grocery store to turn it off. And you walk in the grocery store, do your grocery shop and come out. Car's totally dead. Right. Because it loses a cell. Yeah. So. That
7: and, and tires was the other thing. You know, a lot of manufacturers, oh, yeah. they want it rotated every three to 4,000 miles. Yeah. Well, if you're at a 6,000 mile oil change, you know, do you want to come in and just get your tires rotated? Right. And it's hard to get that into people's minds. But that's in a lot of the manufacturers who run the longer oil change life. You don't come in for an oil change. You're just coming in to get your tires rotated. Yeah. And, you know, so it's kind of something you have to retrain everybody to do. Yeah, it's
6: a lot of retraining. All right, you're listening to Drive Radio with Dennis and Josh. Give us a call, 303-477-5600. We're going to take a quick
8: break, and we'll be right back. Home values are rising 8, 10, and 13% in some areas. Trying to buy it but keep missing? Take AIM to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list. Don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps? Let us show you options. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. We know how to help. Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a lower rate and keep more of your money. 720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM. 720 500 where it's all about you. NMLS 298191.
4: It's that time of year we've made our resolutions for the new year, but how about for your pet? Have you made your paw-solutions? Hey, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, and now's the time to get your pet in for their annual physical. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they'll take a close look at your pet and compare findings with those of previous visits. Or if it's your first visit, this will get your new friend off on the right paw to a happy and healthy life. At these wellness exams, it's your opportunity to report on anything out of the ordinary that you may have noticed with your pet. Bringing your pet in for regular wellness exams and annual physicals can ward off serious illness and help to avoid those high medical bills later. Yes, your pet is depending on you this year to help them keep their paw solution regular checkups and annual physicals at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center call 303-708-8050 that's 303-708-8050 you can also check out their great blogs at lonetreevet.com here are the 3 Cs of
3: high performance in less than 60 seconds your engine piston rings must have good compression which makes good combustion which saves cash at the pump but you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier which lowers compression combustion and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs this problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change the best service shops use a bg product that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three c's in just 15 minutes it has three letters e
0: Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website drive-radio.com.
6: Okay, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio with Dennis and Josh, and we'd love to hear your calls, 303-477-5600. we got got uh, Mike from Highlands Ranch. How you doing, Mike?
9: I'm well. Thank you very much for taking the call. Um, I was listening to your battery discussion, and I, I noticed in the newer cars, and I've got a couple, that I read the owner's manual, and they suggest if you don't, move it for two weeks you trickle charge it primarily because these cars these days are running stuff 24 7 Mm -hmm. oh they are and so you don't really think about that but there's the, the computers are running 24 7 this thing here in the garage is talking to the computer all the time and the computer talks to the manufacturer and so it's running through power when it's sitting there and they suggest, you know, if you're if you let it sit for, you know, a couple of weeks, put it at least put it on a trickle charger. Now maybe some folks don't, but uh the batteries these days uh, have a lot more to support than they used to have, fellas.
7: Yeah, that's that's very true. And make sure if you have an AGM that you which a lot of the new manufacturers are putting in cars that you get a trickle charger that's AGM ready.
9: Yes, I agree. I agree and there's nothing by the way Like rotating tires when you need to and checking the air, and then the spare if you have a spare that takes air.
7: Yeah, always make sure that spares up. I don't know how many times we get cars towed in that they had a flat tire and went to grab the spare, and you know, there was nothing in it.
9: Right. Happened on a fishing trip, went to get the spare on my truck, and uh, not a chance. (laughs) Yeah,
7: it's for me, it's always been one where you know, you got to walk at least five miles before you can get cell coverage or. Or get or it right like into that. town. Right.
6: <laughs> Stand on the hood and try to wave the phone. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys.
9: Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. And
6: that, that's a good point because there's a lot of um, uh, modules on the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there could be, I don't know how many modules well, we're, there
7: are. Some cars, I mean, we're up to several hundred modules. Yeah. Because every, every door switch is its own computer. Right. Every switch you can imagine is actually its own module, you know. Right. Because they, they don't... They don't get. They get a power signal and a signal saying what do you want to do, right. and so everybody's got a module. So we have several hundred modules. And when I started, it was like twenty milliamps was a big draw. Right, so that was a big parasitic draw. Right. Now you plug into these cars, and until they fall asleep, they're pulling one hundred and fifty milliamps, five hundred half an amp until they fall asleep, and they can take hours before all the modules go to shut sleep. themselves yeah. down
6: yeah because they're still looking at things yeah
7: they, they they're waiting for you to come back if you have the key and you're walking around with these new key fobs they think you're coming to the car and ready to start it so they want to wake up and be ready to go when you're there right so you know first thing you do when we do the test is go throw the key you know halfway across the shop and get it away from the car <laughs> yeah. and don't move it
6: <laughs> yeah yeah that's it's it's a whole new technology all right we got bruno from wyoming how you doing bruno Yeah, I'm doing fine. Thank you for
10: taking my call. You bet. Uh, Especially a question to Josh. Uh, First of all, I hate to bring a dirty question up. Do you have your oil analysis working nowadays?
7: No, I don't think I'm ever going to get that one up. I cannot find parts for that, and after the whole parts debacle that we're in with everything else, I don't think I'm ever going to get that machine up. And the problem is a new machine's $100,000, so... I'd have to do an awful lot of oil analysis to make that profitable. So (laughs) unfortunately, I think I'm out of the oil analysis business right now.
6: Yeah, you know. um, And then then you got
10: competition from Z Engine also. Exactly. And I think I'm going to start
7: using Z Engine. There you go. You know, for all the stuff I was doing with it.
10: Oh, I see. Uh, Do you still have uh, Cooper tires uh, 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 for cost?
7: We're a good year at my shop. And Cooper got bought by oh. Goodyear, but I'm not seeing the Coopers through Goodyear yet. They're still kind of haven't decided what they're going to do. I think Extreme has Extreme the Coopers. Is,
6: yeah, Extreme's the one with Coopers. Yes. Oh, okay. The okay. ones okay. in Parker. So
10: you, Yeah, right. Uh, well, I'm in Laramie. I'm, I'm way off. Well, you <laughs> yeah. moved. Uh, all of a sudden, yeah. All of a sudden, uh, Boulder became uh, really interesting for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, Anyway, so you have uh, the the tires. It's Goodyears for us, uh, Josh.
7: Yeah, we can do Goodyears, and we have Kelly too, because Kelly's part of Goodyear and yeah. Dunlop. But the Coopers are extreme
6: yeah. right
10: now. Oh, okay, okay. Then, I, then I'm up to date there. I I appreciate that. So, um, uh, in, anything new? Uh, I hate to bring up the competition for you. That Z engine. Well, what is it called again? That. Uh, that website, the Z Engine, and
7: then something. I didn't.
5: Yeah,
6: you know, we'll have to look that up because um. Okay. John would know that.
7: Yeah, I wasn't on that day, and yeah. I, I heard it yeah. when they had him on, but I haven't. I haven't really put any research yeah. into them
6: yet. And yeah, and you know what? I can <laughs> send. We can send John a, a question on that, and he can get back to us on that.
10: Okay. Yeah, I appreciate that. And then I just leave my uh, email address with uh, Larry.
6: Yeah, so do I stay that.
10: On the line then. Okay. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank All you. right. I appreciate it. Have a nice weekend.
6: You too. Okay.
10: Thank you. I stay online.
6: Okay. You want to grab him, Larry? Thank you. All right. With that, let's go to Sean from Sheridan. How you doing, Sean? Hey guys. All right. Uh,
11: just getting ready to head into work. I do security. So i got to go deal with the fun people, as I call them. <laughs> okay. You know, I just want to comment about your snow thing, you know, about people driving. It's like, well, my day's off, I stay home, but they're idiots out here. They don't know how to drive. Right. I'm, I'm born and raised in Connecticut. I've been here since 05. I'm like, these people do not know what the heck they're doing out here. It's <laughs> like, it could be a dusting on a road, and they act like idiots. And it's a hunt, and it's like a foot, and they still act like
6: idiots. Yep. Yeah, and a lot of them aren't from Colorado, to be honest with you. they are yeah. I don't know where they're from, but they, it's like in the last 15 years, we started getting people that just don't know I, how to he, drive. Yeah,
11: yeah. And, I, and I've seen it. Like I said, I moved '05, and I've seen that but just, that's still no excuse. They need to learn yeah. how to drive again. They need
6: to take their license again. Yeah, I think what they should do I'm is when they come see. into Colorado, people should have to take a, a test on, on you know, snow, a dry, yeah. snow driving or something, winter let driving. Him, let them
11: drive. Yeah, let them drive up in the mountains. Yeah, That's
6: it. <laughs> yeah. I
11: much up there, but it's like I'm it's just I live in Aurora. I've been there for about 6 months now and even I mean I've been like I said, I've been there for a while. I moved around I lived in Boulder for a bit, but it just they just don't seem to know what that. But Aurora. Seriously, I want to say even when it's dry out there, they're just idiots out there. 225 70, I'm mean, like it's like what a race car idiots here.
6: <laughs> yeah, it seemed like the driving, I mean, really it changed. I don't know when oh. because, I mean, I I, I get so – I was going to ask this question today about what gets you so frustrated oh. when you're driving. One of the things that gets me is, that, like today, we're driving three lanes. Mm-hmm. The guy he, in the farthest mm-hmm. right lane decides to take a left turn. <laughs> yeah, And he just shoots right across in front of everybody. People are locking up their brakes and everything, and he makes the left turn to go into a donut shop.
11: Let's, let's see. I see about five or six of those do that. Yeah. <laughs> And saying, I, you yeah, just. And it is. And you do. I agree with you. It's like they're cutting over here. Cutting, let's see. They're doing 80 miles an hour to get to the light. It's like, okay. And I'm doing 60, 65. And I still got here. Yeah. And the next thing they caught it, they caught a 10, 12 car pileup because they're in a rush to go nowhere.
6: Right. right. Or they just run through the light, yeah, too. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. why, you know, I own a tone service. I used to own extreme auto repair and first class towing. And, and So you see it. Yeah. You know, people would run red lights as a person is trying to. Right time the light they're going down <laughs> yeah. parker road they're timing the lights you know and they're trying to slow up just so they can just blow right through it when it turns green and the other guys running the red light and that's yeah. the worst accidents you see you know because oh, yeah. and so now at a stoplight i sit there and wait i count to three and look both ways before i go oh yeah yeah because I'm, I'm afraid always, someone's going to blow old. through that and hit me mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm
11: always watching my rear view because yeah, you yes. see guys flying down. I'm like, is this guy going to hit me? Am I going to have to move over here? You know, cause, and they are and they are flying down these roads and for nothing. It's like, and again, so, you know, unless I'm going to work, I stay home. But yeah, because yeah, we we do a lot of housing areas. We do stuff in Aurora, Denver, downtown. So yeah, we're moving here and there, and so yeah, we're on the road and we're seeing this idiot cutting over here, that one cutting over there, and. Then they sit up on your rear end for like five miles, and you like you give them a little break. It's like, dude, back off! Right? <laughs> oh gosh, I don't know, but I'm serious. They they need to re they need to retest these drivers out here, and especially if they get an accident was, or a
6: ticket, I think they should have to go through yeah. and, and take a test all over again. Definitely,
11: definitely, yeah. I was gonna make it clear. I was gonna say that even even before I moved here, I always heard about Wyoming, Nebraska. Iowa, because yeah, that wind whips across here, and that, that's no, and that wind, and again, even from where I'm at, Connecticut, upstate, New York, Mass, yeah, I'm born and raised here, so I'm used to it. But it's like, even then, I learned to take my time. I got an eighty, I had an eighty-six Lincoln when I drove out here, had one back east, I got a ninety-five. Yeah, just take my time, take my time. I put good tires on. I've never had an accident
6: because I go easy. Right. Yeah. Hello. Right.
11: Yep. Uh,
6: well, thanks a lot, John. I'm gonna
11: give the comment there. Here, yeah, you guys have a good one. <laughs> All right, Dude, you thank take you. care.
6: So, with that, we got a couple lines open 303 477 5600. JR, hang in there. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
5: As the cold comes in, don't let the heat go out. Call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air for all of your HVAC electrical and boiler needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. They specialize in HVAC, boilers, and all your electrical needs. This is not the time of year to mess with heating issues absolute electrical heating and air focused on doing the job right at an affordable price they are a top rated home services company with a 100 satisfaction guarantee
7: for a limited time klc listeners who purchase a high efficiency american standard furnace will receive a free air purification system terms and conditions apply call now for an estimate
3: on your new furnace 720-526-0231
5: for quality and service compare call absolute
0: electrical heating and air winter is here and we've seen snow high winds and fires you need to make sure your vehicle is ready for whatever mother nature throws at you let extreme auto repair get you ready for anything that may come your way. With supply chain issues affecting everything we purchase, make sure you don't delay in getting whatever you need for your car or truck done before it's too late. They service all makes and models of vehicles, and they specialize in diesel repair. Don't forget, they also sell tires, and Cooper tires are at their cost. Don't be that person who waits until the last minute to get their vehicle ready. Get into Extreme Auto Repair now. Find them at drive-radio.com. That's drive-radio.com, or call 3- 303-841-1071.
3: It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to findashop.com.
5: You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm, but you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Inigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. All right, we're
6: back. 303-477-5600. You're listening to Drive Radio, and we're going to go right to the phones. we got J.R. from Denver. How are you doing, Jr.
12: Paul. yeah i have two questions first of all do you have a transmission shop uh in your car select that rebuilds uh, transmissions
6: um i don't think we do right now
12: we used to have larry's automobile right yeah larry's.
6: yeah yeah jeff kitty used to do those and
12: right yeah, yeah. a couple of them.
6: yeah ago. where are you at you're in oh, denver learned, uh, east denver Oh boy! Yeah, we don't have one that I know of right now.
12: Well, I'm just wondering because I liked what I liked was the the, three-year, thirty-six-thousand-mile warranty on those. Right. And that's not—is this car a slug? Is that uh, Napa Auto Care also transmission shops?
6: Well, I think what it is is it's. When someone buys, if you buy a transmission, if they didn't rebuild it, rebuilding it, you're probably going to get a two-year warranty. I think but, Jeff did yeah, three. Rebuilt it. Yeah, he but did. if you get a remanufactured transmission, I believe there are three years unlimited miles on some yeah, of those.
12: Okay, yeah, Jeff Jeff rebuilt mine, you know, yeah. the car rebuilt it. It was 36000
6: yeah. yeah. Yeah, he would do that because the Colorado Select, we did that. We did um, three-year, 36,000-mile warranties. But well, now, transmissions, yeah. if you were to buy one and have it remanufactured, you'd get a remanufactured one is what you would get, mm-hmm. and it would be a three-year unlimited mileage most of the time.
7: Yeah, three years or 100000 or It depends yeah. on... It depends
6: on who which, you're buying it, which one you're buying it for, what car, right. what manufacturer Napa, and stuff.
12: Napa Auto Care, just Napa Auto Care. They did the $36,000. Uh, they used Napa parts in
6: that. Right. That, okay. Yeah, if we used NAPA parts and we did the repair and we were a NAPA auto care center, then they would do a three-year. We'd do a three-year right. 36.
12: Plus, and, and you were probably a select, right, was part of the NAPA auto care, correct? Right. Okay. Right, I had a question. Other question. Okay, I'm a 2010 4 mm-hmm. This happened a couple of times after uh, uh, getting an alignment. uh it just happened recently, okay, the wheel and the steering wheel was straight afterwards. And then it, it, it moved maybe, I don't know, just a little bit, okay, it moved. And then I went to a hard stop. A couple months later, it, it straightened up, the steering wheel straightened up. What could what could be loose? What could cause that?
7: So what year, forerunner
6: again? 2010. 2010. And it's,
7: and so it's a, 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 a lot of times... Generation. Yeah, what I've seen is the rack bushings. So there's three bushings oh, yeah. that hold the rack in place. And Toyotas, we've always had issues with that, or actually the uh, inner tie rod end has a bushing around it that makes it go, you know, holds it in place. And I've seen, so it's either a rack issue or a rack bushing issue is where I've had that happen on the Toyota 4Runners. But
12: it just, is it loose or something? Or just they get worn out.
7: out. Yeah. yeah. and And it takes, when they get worn out, they'll stay in place for a while, but then, you know, Like, I've had it where, you know, you hit a parking block, you know, in the parking lot, and all of a sudden the steering wheel is you back out and you drive forwards off a little bit because that was enough force to move it. Usually the daily drive is not, but a pothole will make the whole rack shift or, you know, some, you know, more force than just going down the road usually makes it shift. So it's usually the bushings are bad or the rack itself is bad. And you'll just hit a bump like a parking stop in a parking lot, and then that'll be enough force to move it or you hit a pothole. And then all of a sudden, your wheel's off for a bit, and if you can find the opposite pothole and hit it, then it'll put it back where it was. Right. So it could be a bushing that
12: has to be replaced, or?
7: Yeah, and usually we just replace the whole rack, because you have to pull the whole rack out to press this bushing out of it on oh, on a lot okay. of them. So And usually on the Toyota 4Runners, there's actually bushings in the rack that hold the inner con- or inner tie rods in place and you'll think it's a, a bad inner tie rod when it's actually the bushing in the rack that holds the whole shaft in place yeah. too so usually it's just a we replace the full rack with that
12: okay so it could, okay so it could be the outer tie rod or anything
7: I mean it, it could it, be but usually it, it doesn't an outer tie rod will give you you know wear and and make it vibrate and stuff like that but it won't usually cause the wheel to change position Usually it has to be, you know, the rack or bushing it when it will actually change position and kind of stay. Well,
12: so that's probably what's happening every once in a while. It'll move a bit, just slightly. It's off.
7: Yeah, yeah. and anybody who knows Toyota's well, they, they should be able to find that pretty easily, get it up in the air and, and yeah. you know, start moving that rack. And that, if they know Toyotas, they've done it a thousand times and know exactly what to look for.
12: So you can get that rack and just push it by hand and see a slight movement. There.
7: Well, you
6: probably—well, yeah. I don't know if you can push them by hand. Sometimes you got to use a pry bar. You got to get
7: a little pry bar in there. Yeah, but you don't need a big pry bar; just no. a little pry bar. Yeah, and you'll see—you'll okay. see also that you usually can get a flashlight in there, look, and you'll see those the bushings. The are bushings are, are cracked or and smashed. They're smashed and nothing yeah. left of them. Yeah,
12: this is—yeah, this is ten years old now, eleven
7: years old now. So, yeah, and that's about the time, you know. Yeah. Do you have like one hundred thirty thousand miles on it?
12: Uh, about one 180- hundred.
7: Almost 190000 Okay, yeah. so you're past due. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Usually it's around $130,000, $150,000 when, when, you know, we see these happen the most often on, on these cars, so.
6: Okay. And JR, oh, hey, JR, uh, Larry just po- passed me this. Jasper transmission warranty is three years and 100,000 miles. Okay. If you get a Jasper, Jasper. transmission. Some of the uh, Napa stores do those, too. Yeah, we
7: we do Jasper and certified transmissions. And yeah. they're, they're about the same warranty-wise. Yeah. A few of the diesel parts from Jasper are a little bit less warranty time on it, and some are above. It depends on...
6: Yeah, that's what I mean. It depends on what you're putting it in and who's doing it and where you're buying it from. Exactly.
12: So, Josh, so so you could do that, just you would take the transmission out and and put another one, a Jasper, in, right? That's
7: what we do all all day long. I don't do rebuilds in-house just because it's hard to to get parts and and have a good rebuilder. I mean, to really do a transmission right... You need a test stand, and you need to build it, and run it on a test stand and kind of put it through its paces. And to have that kind of infrastructure and all the tooling for every transmission out there, it's it's not worth it. That's why I I buy from Jasper all the time, and I've had good luck with them because they they have everything. They they reman it. They have basically a factory where they take it apart and have guys that that's all they do is this valve body for this transmission you know, all day long. And, so
6: they, and there's a difference between rebuilding a transmission and a remanufactured one. Mm-hmm. And and the difference is when they rebuild it, they just go in and find the parts that's bad and replace right. those. If it's remanufactured, they go in there and they have to put it back to the manufacturer's specifications. So if anything's got a little bit of wornness to it, a little bit of war it's worn a little bit, they have to replace it if it's below the specs. Or Or with
7: Jasper... What's good about them and they'll find a common flaw and fix it. So yes, the pro updates. The Promaster's got the same 3.6 with the same transmission out of the minivan. Well, Promaster can be up to one ton, yeah. and they didn't change that transmission at all. When Jasper does it, they put a completely different torque converter in it, like yeah. a billet torque converter, and they go through and they upgrade all the parts in it so that when it goes back in a one-ton truck instead of being in a little minivan, it can handle the load. Right. So that's what, another okay. thing I do like about Jasper on that.
12: Thanks a lot for the information, okay? Thank All right.
6: you. Thank you. All right, with that, let's go to Dell in Westminster. How are you doing, Dell? I'm oh, pretty
7: good.
1: Uh, two things. One, I just had a Jasper put in my Chevy up. I'm very happy with it, and the price was decent.
7: Right. It is, and especially right now. I mean, we've been buying Jasper motors for less than I can buy a, a junkyard motor for, you know? Yeah, yeah
1: right. i paid... My, I've got a 1500-09 Chevy, and it was 2300 basically for the training. That's
7: a, that's a pretty good deal.
1: Yeah, I thought so. But also the reason I called was he was talking about retesting mm-hmm. a driver's license. Yes. Several years ago, I moved to Salt Lake. And they had a test, a driver's test on it. They set up a road course at the fairgrounds and then you tune your radio in and they instruct you what you had to do and everything. You had to do a fifty mile an hour panic stop on water and oh, it was fun. (laughs)
6: <laughs> i think that'd be good you because know. we'd take them up the mountains and make them drive around up there <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah yeah it was it was fun for not to be in the race cars for so many years you know yeah.
6: yeah but uh i
1: had a fun time and they had a one heck of a driving test boy you passed it you pretty much knew how to drive yeah, i
7: bet you did
1: <laughs> okay but
6: anyway that's all i called for all right well thanks for calling del appreciate it okay let's go to lynn from littleton how you doing lynn
2: um she had turned off their van to hit an atm and couldn't get it to start again um i just found out when i was on the phone call whether one they're in the middle of a blizzard Mm -hmm. and apparently this has been going on for a few weeks and i said well you either have a spark issue a fuel issue um uh I'm, I'm blanking out on what the third thing was but uh, she said brand new battery i could hear it she's turning over it's turning you know it's not doing that chugging or anything it's turning over like it's supposed to uh but it's not uh firing and um and and starting back up and i got them the van with just over 100,000 miles that are about 165 now it's an 01 uh, 40 Econoline passenger van And um, I know that we had all the coils replaced uh, For the spark plugs I don't know whether We've ever done the rotor. It seems to me I had the rotor The cap and the uh, All the plug wires done before I took it to them And then um, But we've never done the fuel pump as far as We know um, I told her to leave it set for a few minutes And you know like 10 or 15 minutes And see if it would start up And it did end up starting up after about 10 minutes. Um, Any ideas as to where they specifically should look at?
7: I mean, that sounds like a fuel pump. Fuel pump, pump. yeah. You know, next time what we used to do on the old Chevys, because they're notorious for losing fuel pumps, is I'd kick the tank a couple times, and a lot of times they would start.
6: Or else you could tape carb cleaner and And spray spray it in. in the intake manifold. Find a vacuum hose and just spray it in there a little bit, and then it'll fire right back up
2: okay is that for if they get stuck or to test it and see if it's a fuel issue no if it
6: doesn't start you'd have to do that yeah right now if All i were right. them i'd go home and sit at home until the storm blows over because <laughs> they're getting a nasty one
2: yeah they are
6: yeah but it's probably going to happen so, again so i i'd have them get like well starting fluid or carb cleaner or something like that and It's got alcohol in it, and then you put it in, just find a vacuum line that goes right into the intake manifold and just spray it in there. Mm -hmm. Or you could spray it where the air box is, you know, take off the air cleaner top where the air filter goes, and then just spray a little bit in there.
2: Uh, You lift out the air filter
6: and spray it? I would. Yeah. You don't want to soak the air filter with it. Yeah. So, yeah. Right, right. And then just spray a little bit in there and see if it starts up. If it starts up right away, then you have a bad fuel pump. You're getting no fuel is what it is. Okay. Okay.
2: Well, that will be an, that'll be an easy test for them to figure it out before they haul it into
6: a mechanic. So yeah, exactly. And you can also kick the gas tank, like you said. <laughs> Sometimes that works. <laughs> it gets too. it going one
7: more time. Yeah, <laughs> it just gets that okay spin.
6: All right. Appreciate it, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, with that, we have one line open 303-477-5600. four seven seven fifty six hundred. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ five sixty.
4: Dot .com. BG.
0: Classic car insurance is not created equal. Some insurance companies won't offer you insurance at all, and if they do, it's most likely not the right coverage. If you have an accident or theft, do you know if your current company will cover your classic or modern hot rod? for its total value do you know that some companies put limits on how many miles you can drive in a given year Paul Leuenberger has been selling insurance for the past 18 years and knows the ins and outs of the insurance industry American National Insurance has a division called Chrome Insurance that is specifically tailored toward people like you Chrome stands for classic antique or modern classic hot rod or street rod replica or kit car original unrestored Modified or custom, exotic, rare or unique, and in excess of $100,000 in appraised value. Don't insure your special car with anyone else. Get the best coverage at the best price by calling Paul today, 303-662-0789, or find him on our website, drive-radio.com. That's drive-radio.com.
6: All right, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio, and I want to tell Eric and Tyler thank you for holding, and we'll go right to the phones, we'll get Tyler right on in. Tyler, how you doing? Good. Yourself? Good. Good. What you got?
1: I got a, I got a 2001 Dodge 5.9 Cummins with a 47RE, and it is not shifting at all. You can put it in drive, and it will stick in second gear until you manually go down to first, second, and third, that's when it'll grab gears and go, but after that, it won't get fourth or overdrive.
7: So, um, have you pulled codes on it to see if there's any codes in the transmission?
1: No, there is no codes in the train.
7: There's no codes in the transmission, okay. Because usually that's limp home when they're stuck in yeah. second gear, they just are yeah. st- that's, so you can get it home. So, uh, The fluid's full, I'm sure, and then Yep. What does the wiring harness to the transmission look like? It's if, decent. Because usually, you know, what I've had with those two is, you know, wiring issues on those specific the Cummins. They kind of rattle themselves to death and uh, yep. start to come apart. But that's usually where I would go next is is make sure all the wires and the connectors look good on that that transmission. Okay. And then, after that probably time to take it to transmission shop
1: do you guys have any good transmission shops that you guys know of in the colorado area
6: no no not that i can think of it right now Um, but it's a dodge right
1: yes
6: yeah and if it's a diesel um, extreme and parker is pretty good at diagnosing those because they have the scanner to to work with those and and then okay. they can see what's going on when it's doing what it's doing. So they'd be a good group to take it to. Okay. Because they have a Dodge technician there, so. All right, and They're Thank in you. Extreme and Parker, okay? All right. Thank you. Thank you, Tyler. With that, we got two lines open, 303-477-5600. Eric, how you doing, Eric?
14: Good. Hey, uh, regarding your question of the day, For some reason, until last year, if it snowed, I went to work. I didn't care how deep it was. I'd even go out, you know, I I enjoy going out, driving in the snow, playing in the snow. I'm a truck driver. I had no problem going to work. And last winter, uh, there were times where my boss would say, hey, I got this grand junction for you. And I'd pull up what what the weather was going to be up in the mountains. I'd say, yeah, I think I'm going to stay home. I think we're going to stay home tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you know, it looks like we're going to get maybe two, three inches of snow. And he'd just look at me. He's like, you're the mountain driver. I'm like, yeah, I know. I just don't feel like it today. You know? <laughs> just, just not feeling it. Yeah. it. But, you know, I mean, I love going out and driving. It. I, I don't care. I mean, I've I've gone to work when there was a foot of snow on the ground, and my coworkers are staying home. And, and one day I went in there, forced the gates open, fired the truck up, and I got out, went he called me later on, and he's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, well, you know, whatever. It, it's just one of those things, you know, I, 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 as, as I've gotten older, uh, you know, and, and I, I, it's, yeah, as I've gotten older, I just feel like, eh, some days I just, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. You know, it just. Yep. Don't need to. And, and yeah. Well, and, and sometimes it's not the snow, it's the cold. Yeah. You're right. You know. You, you know, it's. Uh, it, that that's the part more that, that gets to me is you know I'm getting up there in age, the joints start hurting when it gets cold, right? And you know it's just like yeah, I just, I, I'm just not feeling it that well,
6: right? So that yeah, and it's funny because I I sold my business a couple of years ago and now when it snows I love to sit there and watch it snow with a cup of coffee <laughs> yeah. and not go anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like hey, yeah. this is nice. I enjoy that. Larry's waving his hands too he likes to do that too yeah I used to get I I was like you Eric I'd get up and uh you know three o'clock in the morning if it was snowing. I was into the shop because the tow trucks were going to be coming in and I didn't want them sliding up the drive so I'd go over there and plow the whole lot and everything else and get the coffee on and heat up the building make sure the heaters are running good and make sure everybody's going to get in there and be safe and and stuff and now I couldn't wait till the first snowstorm after I sold it to go sit and watch it <laughs> snow with a cup of coffee, yeah, yeah,
14: and, and yeah, when I was in my early twenties, my dad and I used to plow, yeah, and you know well, I mean, and there was mornings where he would he would say, go, you know, we had like seven clients that we did every winter, and and he you know he was if i was if I wasn't working that morning, uh you know he'd say, Well, why don't you go out and and plow' he'd go out and he'd start and for a while that I worked graveyards and I'd get home at 6 in the morning and he normally would leave at 7 for his regular job and he'd get home as I was getting home and he'd say here go finish you know these are the ones I've done and it's was like okay yeah. you know and now it's just like yeah I don't know but at the same time though my wife works at the airport and if she has to go you know
6: if the airport's open she's expected to be at work right so Alrighty. All right. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Yeah. That, that's so, <laughs> you know, I hate to do that because then I feel bad for other people when I say it, but <laughs> I really enjoy, it. I did my time though. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's the way I look at it. Right, Larry, we did our time. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, next, next hour, we're going to talk about the Colorado chain laws. We, we pulled that up and, and, uh, Josh and I have been talking about it and stuff and Larry and, and uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. So um, if you have any questions about your car, or about anything, really, um, anything automotive, 303-477-5600, uh, we could talk about snowblowers, tractors, pretty much anything that has a, a motor, we've, worked on <laughs> used oil heaters, yeah did you did you, I, you I had have to fix what, yours no,
7: not this winter I, I I've been getting it ready in the summer so that I don't have to deal with it in the winter there you go,
6: yeah, preventive maintenance is exactly. always huge. see we do we practice that all the time, yeah, exactly, yeah, I'm thinking about looking into one of those for my building, um doing that instead of a gas heater or anything else in there. I'm thinking about using that because yeah, they're, yeah,
7: they're great, you know, yeah. the only problem is when it goes down then so you want to make sure it's going to run all winter because yeah. when it goes, out, hell, it goes the, out, the techs aren't happy and nobody's happy. So. <laughs> yeah,
6: that's true. All right. We have three lines open again, 303-477-5600. You've been listening to Drive Radio. We're going to take a a break over the hour here, and we'll be right back.
7: Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments.